Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans. Uh, please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take. Showing you how it is done. Proving I am number one. What a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh, by the fans. Uh, for the fans. Uh, not many who's here can understand everything pro wrestling. It can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here. So listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson. Yes. Folks, this show is going to be dedicated in memory of Shad Gaspar. Um tragically passed away and i want everyone to know that shad gaspar is a hero uh for saving his son and sacrificing himself uh he was a entertaining wrestler uh awesome father and a great human being so not all hero wear capes and Shad gaspar rest in peace my friend Folks, welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans, for the fans. I am your host, Conrad Cushman, joined once again by my good pal, friend, Derek Shelton. What's up, live people? We had to hit that intro twice from a man, Shad Gaspar, man. Um, Rest in peace, like I said. If you guys have any thoughts, make sure you guys show the love in the live chat forum. Uh... Man, I just can't believe it, man. Just wild, man. Yeah, yeah, Sick. I know that you brought up uh, he stopped a robbery, too. Shad Gaspar is a true legend in pro wrestling, man. Definitely. Uh, he doesn't get enough credit. I feel like the Crime Time team, JTG, they don't get enough credit. Uh, I can get into that a whole nother time uh, once it's time to get into it. But, guys, we are here to review AEW Dynamite. So, do your boy a favor. Make sure you guys, number one, hit that like button for me. And also, stick around. We're going to be talking about AEW Dynamite from top to bottom. Giving a shout out to everybody in the chat. Doing what we do best, talk pro wrestling on this show. Not any of the drama, none of the other stuff. We are here to talk pure pro wrestling. And that's what it's all about, man. Exactly. Uh, We got some people in the chat right now. Shout out to my man, Original Biggie. Connor is in the house as well. Sick. Broken Rockstar, Rob, what's going on? Chris DeZuba, uh, Doug in the house. My man PR Nightmare Nelson, what's good, brother? Um, love you guys, man. Good to have you guys in here. Excellent, man. Um, yeah, man. Sorry, I'm thinking about Shad, man. It's just got my mind all messed up when it comes to all of this. Um, D, let's get into this AEW Dynamite show. Tonight was the go-home show. For double or nothing. Did they do their job, in your opinion, just overall show, to get you hyped for this pay-per-view? 
Yeah, uh, the promos have been on point. Um, you know, they did they did their part. You know, there was there was nothing more that I could ask for for them to do what they needed to do for the go home. Yeah, I think I I think we've seen better go home shows from AEW. We but, have. We have. But I'm I have nothing to complain about when it comes to this. No, nah, um, you're, you're absolutely right. There have been better go home uh, shows. Uh, for their pay-per-views but you know I, I think given what has been or what transpired with uh, Shad it was you know I think it was just a low mellow day you know what I mean for oh for the wrestling community yeah. overall yeah. yeah so it wasn't like it, it was it was hype but it was mellow because we all know what what transpired so yeah, yeah, it, it was tough, man. The wrestling community's been through a lot of stuff, man. The Owen Hart, uh, what what is it? The Dark Side of the Ring. Yep. That was just terrible, bro. Like I don't even know how people are. Like, I just can't believe the other half of the story. And I'm sure Vince has his half of the story too. I know his lawyer went to uh, like ESPN and kind of explained his half of it, but everything is just. Rough. Weird man, rough right now. Yeah, definitely rough. Twenty twenty's been a pretty uh, shit year, it in my been. opinion. <laughs> it definitely has been. I don't know. I don't understand. Like, uh, hopefully we could just shake shake a leg and get the fuck out of here. Sorry, but you know it, that that's just how I feel. Like, we need to move on from twenty twenty and focus on twenty one, and hopefully we start twenty one. Or even if we get halfway through this year, and this halfway through this year is better than what has transpired. I mean, we are now getting to that point where we're reopening stuff now, but hopefully, you know, they're talking about a resurgence, but hopefully not. You know, I, that that's just me. Yeah. Um, let's see what the chat is saying right now. Six said, yo, is anyone going to make it to double or nothing this Saturday? It looked like three people got hurt. We're going to get into that, Sick. Yeah, that was... Yeah, I don't know, man. They were going all out tonight in their matches. No pun intended either with that. Um, Sonny Bimbo says, quick question. When it comes to picture-in-picture, picture, do you know if the sponsors pay less for their spots when picture-in-picture picture is on? I would assume so. I would assume there's got to be some type of cut for it. But they're doing more commercials like that, so there's more revenue overall. But I think they're cutting it out so that it's like, okay, it's a little cheaper for you if you do this. Okay. Yeah. Our ads are still getting seen. So, it's interesting to try it for live television because a lot of people will wait and binge watch stuff now. Yep. yep. So, live content's very important. Um, let's see here. Original Biggie said, bad week for wrestling. Shad passing away. Macho Man died back in 2011. And the Owen Hart tragedy reminder for this weekend. Yeah, man. Uh, Broken Rockstar said, F Kevin Dunn. Agreed. Uh, from what I heard from the Dark Side of the Ring thing, what he did to JR, that's not cool, man. Not at all. Um... Yeah, let's see here. Derek, he said, shit, Derek, we still got seven months to go for 2020. Uh, it's GG. I, I'm just trying to be optimistic, man. Just trying to be optimistic. Take it while you can, folks, because yeah. he, he, the hate will spew soon. <laughs> um, let's get into the show, man. Let's talk dynamite. Much of a let's get into the show, folks. <laughs> let's get... Let me put on my, my hat for this, because... I, I smell BS coming off somebody right now. Talk about he's not a hater. Um, Dynamite commentary team. We had the full team back. Tony Schiavone, Jr. Excalibur. Um, inner Circle start off. First of all, disrespecting Alex Marvez as they get out of limo, telling him to shut his ass. Uh, who stole the tie clip that you noticed? Um, 
Ortiz. Oh, yo, they stole the man's tie <laughs> clip because they said it looks like it's worth some money. Terrible. Terrible, terrible. And who takes tie clips? You know what? A tie clip, that's probably going to be negative, I want to say, because you probably pay, let's just say, for shits and giggles, you pay $60 for a tie clip. That's probably going to be like worth 25 if you take it to the, the pawn shop. Right? That, tie clips are trash, bro. Yeah. I don't know. Do you rock tie clips when you wear the tie? No. I I, I just don't do it. I, I, th- I think the only thing that you should rock, basically, is the um, the cufflinks. For some reason, people love cufflinks. That ain't getting you no money in the pawn shop, either. No, but, they, but the, the cufflinks are very flashy. I don't know why. Um, first match to kick off the show tonight, we have Moxley taking on 10... Uh, who is Preston Vance, I believe is his name. Uh, before, if you've seen him on the AEW Dark shows, Preston Vance under the mask. Uh, Ten comes out, but Brody Lee is with him, and Brody Lee makes him take a knee. Like, similar to football, you know, if somebody's down, take the knee. And very, very awkward and weird, man. Uh, this This was something completely different. Uh, but what do you think, though, D? Uh, Ten comes out. Brody Lee tells him to take a knee. Brody Lee cuts the promo, and he says Ten is being knighted tonight. Uh, Brody Lee says that it's not a cult. I figure you would know best about this. <laughs> I mean, it's really not. It's, it's more so like a family, you know? Derek's done speaking for tonight, folks. <laughs> so this is a cult, and uh, Brody Lee cuts a pretty believable promo though about how he needs to win the title and why it's important to him and his group to have the title. Right. I I thought this was very well done. It was. Um, he Brody Lee basically established the fact that before he came in, the Dark Order was strong but wasn't strong enough. Now that he's here, we have basically 2.0 of the Dark Order where. Now that he's there, it's ten times better than what it is, or what it was, and now we we should be in store for a long haul. This is true. Um, Brody Lee did a good job, like I said, making you believe that he could be the winner now. Um, yes. This chat is going nuts right now. Uh, <laughs> Rob, you're funny. Uh, Sonny said that he's his match of the night was Stunt versus MJF, followed by Orange Cassidy and Ray Phoenix. Uh, Justin Hollis in the chat. What's going on, Justin? Justin was on the AEW Double or Nothing preview. If you guys missed it yesterday, go back in the archives and check that out for me. Uh, let's see. Chris DeZuba says only nipple clips. <laughs> Not appropriate. Uh <laughs> Let's see. Broken Rockstar says double or nothing is stacked. Uh, this promo was ass. Rob says booty cheeks. Nah. Rob Rob's got that NXT in his blood tonight. I see. I don't know, man. I, uh, I don't say it. We're gonna be nice tonight. You got it. You got it. So Moxley comes out, comes through the crowd. <laughs> uh, I had to had to uh, put the air quotes around that. And uh, he comes in, did a really good thing in this match. Uh, busted out the Gotch pile driver. Don't know if that was for my man Suzuki or not, but I was down. Hit the Gotch style pile driver. Moxley ends up getting the win with the paradigm shift. I think we all knew that was coming. Dropped him on that dome piece and uh, gets the one, two, three. The main thing after the match was he grabbed a steel chair and put Ten's arm into it. 
and told Brody Lee to get out of here. So Moxley is using his minions as leverage to get him to come back out yeah. and because he wants his belt back and he obviously wants to fight. Brody Lee then says some things are worth sacrificing, and he sacrifices 10 and leaves him there, and Moxley doesn't care. He's a badass, takes the chair, and wallops it as he yells to him to stay still as he hits him with the chair. Stop squirming. Yeah, I don't know, man. That I don't know. That that was it. That was just the GG. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's I, I I like the uh the back and forth. You know, it's it's he knighted ten in order to sacrifice ten. So you think ten will stay loyal to him still? Ten will stay loyal. Okay. Ten All will right. stay loyal. All right, I'll, we'll see this here. Uh, Six says, what's going to happen when Evil Uno returns? I will say... Uh, actually, I won't speculate on that. Oh, you're going you're gonna to wait it out? Yeah. I think they're going to be in the tag division, like number one contendership, Sick. I think they were supposed to be the number one contenders for this, but I believe they're stuck in Canada. Don't quote me on that, but that's what I've been hearing. Um... And the six that y'all think that uh, Uno's going to be the Paul Heyman of the inner circle. No comment, once again, from me. <laughs> uh, so, Justin said that it wasn't Brody Lee's best promo, but it got the job done. Yeah. Okay. Jesus DeLeon in the house as well. What's going on, Jesus? What's up, Jesus? He said 10 got that arm broken. Snapped like a twig. Yes. Uh, me and Jesus were going back and forth in the uh, group chat earlier. Funny stuff, Jesus. Uh, just talking crap to each other <laughs> had, had to go down but Moxley establishes uh, who he is here and gets the win this is going to be tough we're going to get Derek's predictions towards the end of this too because I do want to go over that so that'll be like the questionnaire part of the night so we're going to probably fly through a lot of these so if I forget something it's I'm going to try and just state it generally if it's something you need to go back and check out uh, MJF versus Marco Stunt here Dude, MJF played his role perfect, and Marco did the same thing. Yes. Uh, MJF raising the eyebrows at Dasha. What a douchey thing to do. It worked. It worked. On Uh, point. Definitely on point. Couldn't be mad, man. No. Uh, MJF doing the eyebrow raises was good, and they basically, this was like a bully kind of match. Like, MJF was basically showing, I'm bigger, stronger, and And better better than than you. you. Yeah. On point there. I'm glad that you caught on to that where I was going with that. Now, he made at one point in this match stuff that you would do to your little brother. I don't know if anyone else has ever done this, but make him smack himself. Stuck his finger in his nose. And then... This dude. (laughs) Yo, chill. He he made him eat a booger after he put his finger in his nose. Like, disgusting (laughs) stuff, dude. Who would do such a horrible act? (laughs) Anywho, uh, this this match also had some Home Alone comedy, too, though. I liked when... (laughs) Uh, Marco goes to slide out the ring. MJF does the classic, gets you stuck in the apron. And when he went to go axe handle, smash him, Marty, or I said Marty. Marty. <laughs> Marty's going to come up with this in one second. He goes to axe handle, smash uh, Marco. Marco ducks. He screams like Marty from uh, Home Alone. Now, if you guys, I know you guys saw Home Alone too. Re- reference back to when Marv... Where, uh, where they were in the house and Marv went to go turn the water on after getting all the paint on him and he started screaming <laughs> and then he like right when he got electrocuted like that reminded me so much I'm like all he had to do was hit a high pitched note and that would have been Marv to the fullest dude 
not even that. So he gets hit afterwards. He goes into the steel steps after MJF. If you notice after the match, he had a nasty bruise from the steel steps. He went crashing into those steps. Um, Wardlow did a good job being the heavy here. Reminded me of Diesel with Shawn Michaels in like early 90s stuff. Uh, he just made it look so easy, like, dude, yeah, I could so, snap this dude if I wanted to. So, so nonchalant, you know, he's just holding him on the on the ropes, like, choking him out and everything. Like, that, that, that that's what I like about Warlow. I still don't like his finisher. Hopefully, we get something different. F10. <laughs> um, in the match, MJF hits kind of like an inverted shoulder breaker. Uh, looked like he was setting up for like the angel wings for Daniels, but he held him up and did a shoulder breaker and then locks on that Fujiwara armbar. And Marco has no choice but to tap out. Marco stunt gives a valiant effort. Marco stunt is the guy who is the underdog that gives all of his heart. He is Spike Dudley slash Rey Mysterio for AEW. Uh, he does a good job in that. I'm looking for an upset uh, from Marco. It's, it's going to happen one of these days. It's got to. Now, MJF then makes Marco kiss the ring. Because he said at first he was going to let him kiss a rat, one of his rats in the town. But he said, you know what? None of my rats would kiss you. So he said, you're going to kiss the ring. And he punches him right in the face. This leads to the save by Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus and Wardlow had a little bit of a face-off. I think they're building that match up because JR kind of got all, you know, he's a big, big man guy, and he was like, oh, yeah, that's what I want to see right there. Mm. And he got excited for it. So not mad at it at all. I think that that would be uh, an excellent matchup, and I want to see that happen down the line. I think that would be great. Jungle Boy has a lot to uh, show up for for this match. He's got a lot of work to do, but I think both guys can come out looking great in this, just in the overall scheme of things. Definitely. Way to build this matchup. I, I totally agree. They um I, I think I think the feud between between these two is it's just on point. You know, it's it's on point. You know, we pick on the little guy, but now you get people your own size. Now let's see how you pick on us. Right? So I, I'm I'm all for it, and the 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 back and forth you know in the ring with them is is definitely on point too. Speaking of back and forth, this leads us to the next segment with Jake the Snake Roberts and Double A. Sorry, my fingers just do that when I mention Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson, dude, this was pretty good for two dudes who look like they should not be in the ring, should not be talking. They, they cut some promos. They did. They definitely cut some promos. Uh, I can't front. Jake the Snake, I, I couldn't write down what they were saying because I wanted to pay attention more so to the action in the ring at the time. Jake the Snake came off as a complete sleazeball <laughs> asking, where's that bimbo Brandy? Uh, and I like he, to bounce off of her. Yeah. Oh, dude. Jake was just a pig. <laughs> Jake playing like that, that male chauvinistic pig that goes too far yep. is great. Yep. Um, and besides that, Jake said that Lance Archer wants to knock out Mike Tyson. Uh, Sleepless, man. <laughs> Listen, I'm not messing with Mike Tyson. I saw those videos. Yeah, those, those, oh my God. <laughs> At first I thought it was somebody else, but then once I finished the video, I'm like, yo, that was Mike? God. Yeah, dude, somebody, somebody's getting their ass knocked out, bro, at this show. Oof. It, shit, it might be Jake. <laughs> it might be Jake. Um, now, Double A cut a good promo, too, though, for Cody's behalf. Yes. Talking about how Cody needs to win this match. 
and Cody wants to win this match. He, he started giving me goosebumps towards it. I'm not going to lie. Arn got into it a little bit. I was like, go ahead. He was like, don't cut me off. And he just went to like all these little, uh, I'm going to let the snake out the bag, no pun intended. Right, right. And Arn just went in. If you guys have never seen Arn Anderson talk, if you're like a newer fan or a fan that came around in the what, 2000s, we'll say, and you've never seen Arn Anderson's promos, go back and watch his promos from like Nitro with the Horsemen, uh, his classic 80s stuff with Tully Blanchard and Ole and stuff. Arn Anderson can talk with the best of them too. Right. He came up with the name The Four Horsemen. So the dude's a G, and eventually you know what it leads to. The uh, the table pull apart. He's like, you know what? And if this table wasn't in between us, and he flips the table, I'm like, well, now it's not. So what are you two about to do? And as soon as these two old dudes were about to lock up, really? I've, I have never seen referees flock faster to the ring. My man Rich Knox, like, Yo, or I'm sorry, Rick Knox, uh, dove through the ropes without even, like, touching them. Dove. You know that 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 was so great. Like it was, I was just like, he slid like right through, and it was just like, wait, wait, what the hell did you just do? <laughs> he came in. They were all over to make sure that these two didn't fight. Um, this is gonna be good, man. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Uh, Iron Anderson also touched on how Cody needed this because this shows his leadership. So uh, like this, this, this proves like. He can run the company, he, he, but he could be a champion on top of that. Basically, a champion overall in all aspects of the company. So. Now, Chris Zuba says that this was an awesome promo. Rob says Jake equals slime ball. Justin Hollis says this segment between Jake and Arn was straight fire. Uh, Jesus said Arn Anderson was great on the promo. Uh, Rob says Double A might have spilled the rumor fight comeback for Tyson. If it turns out to be true, AEW is genius because it's going to get a lot of traffic towards their site and product. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Six said Jake hinted at a match between him him and Iron. Now listen, I love some Double A and Jake the Snake, but don't nobody want to see guys in their mid-60s, early 70s having a match. Let that shit die with flair. I don't think they're going to have a match, Sick. Iron can't wrestle. If you remember why he got taken out, uh, Arn Anderson can't feel like one side of his arm. Like he couldn't lift weights at one time. Um, I think that's why when you know when yeah. he's doing this, I think that's part of the reason why. If yeah. I'm sorry if I cut off my voice for part of it, um, Arn Anderson couldn't hold a glass even without his hand shaking. So I don't think they're gonna let him in the ring. I think Arn's good to do a spine buster and he's out. That's spine it. on the pine. GG, GG for uh, my man Double A. Uh, but they had the nice breakup in between. Like I said, good hype for all the matches. No Cody or Archer either. Uh, I thought Archer would have came out to like mess up Iron, but nothing happened. Yeah. Darby Allen promo. Great promo. The, the some of these cuts were like attitude era, like like boom, next next yeah. segment, next segment, and they were just rocking in. Darby Allen promo. It starts off with him uh, sitting around a table. Darby's got his face half painted, and he's got those big ass kind of res- reflective sunglasses. Uh, Visual look great. Now, with it, the, everyone else has the faces of the people in the ladder match on. And he's burning cards that they're playing, like, for double or nothing. It's the casino feel. So, chips all in. So, they show that. Chips go in. And then you see Darby on the outside, Derek. Climbing a ladder. And as he gets to that ladder, great... Uh silhouette uh even though you i mean you still see him but just uh, him standing on top of the the ladder and then gives the the double birds 
And then at the end of it, standing there, the man set himself on fire. The man is burning at the top of the ladder. That was some weird shit, dude. Darby's videos are weird, and he didn't say a word. But he got his point across. Listen, I gave that an A+. Plus. It, I was like, A+. Plus. It's like, dude, the promo didn't even start yet. I'm like, A+. Plus. Still better. Listen, I think they deliver three great back-to-back promos. So we had Jake and Arn, Darby Allen. Then we get to a Pack promo. Pack is shown backstage, or not backstage, kind of at his house, I guess. It's supposed to be like, it seemed like in England. Yeah. And he has on the scarf that is uh, coming down. And he, it looks similar to MJF, like he was dressed in like this fancy kind of attire. I actually like that look. And he then he started talking about Death Triangle, but then you would see him with his wrestling gear on, with his hair all down in his face. Like he looked like he was ready to take somebody out. Uh, I thought they did a really good job hyping this one up and building it up. They did. Um, I, I, w- I would love to see Pac back. Um, uh, don't hate the player, hate the game. Bars. Sorry, I had had to quote my man uh, Tyrone Magnus for that one. I respect it. I respect (laughs) it. uh, They they just did a really good job, man. He brought up Death Triangle. We haven't seen uh, Pentagon lately. So it keeps them all fresh in your mind. Like They had beef with the best friends. And that was the picture shown at the very beginning, too, if anybody missed that, who was there. So great, man. Uh, (laughs) Rob. Rob said, uh, anybody watched Dark from yesterday? I never want to see Luther in a normal match again. (laughs) So Luther should just be safe for special occasions, Rob? Is that what you're telling me? That's what it sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) Luther is like the gangrel of AEW. That's how I feel. Like, that's just... I don't know if that's a bad thing. I'm just going to leave that where it is. I, I I didn't see Luther's match, so I can't say anything about that. Uh, let's see. Oh, hey, Zeus, we're going to get to that, too. I'm kind of hyped to talk about that as well with you guys. Um, dang, D, like, a lot of stuff happened on this show. It did. So, after the pack promo, which you were really impressed by, we had three great promos. We get to, uh, an awesome match. Orange Cassidy versus Phoenix. Now, Orange Cassidy comes out, best friends music. We see that attempt of a Liu Kang kick again. <laughs> Last week, if you missed it, Orange Cassidy got his block knocked off. Woo! Tootsie! <laughs> he got knocked, bro. Finish him. Dude, that was great. Phoenix looked like a star. This week, though, Phoenix tries the same thing, but this time Orange Cassidy sidestepped it and walked right into the ring like nothing happened. Great. Uh, great for both characters. Now, in the beginning of this, dude, they had some great like transitions. Orange Cassidy started with the hands in the pocket, yep. but after Phoenix chopped him, and he chopped the shit out of him, uh, they really got into the match a little bit more. Like yes. they really went at it with each other. Yeah, um, I'm just, I'm I'm just gonna say it right off the bat. This was my match tonight because I love these two wrestlers. Um, they 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 definitely put on a showcase for me, in my opinion. I know it may not resonate with other people, then that's perfectly fine. That's that's your opinion. You are entitled to that. But for me, this was a great match because you saw two people wrestle, one that you don't see wrestle all the time pretty much ever until it, until it really gets down to the... Who are you referring to? Orange Cassidy. Orange, Orange has to be kept special. That, that's what I'm saying. Like He, he doesn't wrestle... 
but he has to be kept special because that's that's the persona that he gives off. Yeah, you ha- you can't waste that. But then you get Ray Phoenix, aka Ray Phoenix. <laughs> um, you get him. You get a high flyer, Mister. I do the damn thing that is unbelievable, but I make it believable because I'm Ray Phoenix. Yeah, dude, he did a really good job in this match. Uh, just impressive counters. The power bombs off the top. Like, honestly, if you guys don't think Orange Cassidy's like great from watching this, I don't know what you're watching. Yeah, I really, I don't know what you're watching either. Like, you you may hate the gimmick, but you can you have to respect the fact that this man can wrestle. Yeah, dude, he went in there and just did the damn thing. Uh, even some of his counters, they messed up the uh, the um. Code Red at one point where they were going to flip over, but yes. he bounced off the ropes, still hit it flawlessly. The kickout uh, part looked bad because Ray Phoenix kicked out, but he didn't uh, get like all the way yeah, over. Yeah, he didn't get all the way over. Yeah, so it looked like was he still penned or what was happening there? But whatever. These two went out and they lit it up, and it looked like he kind of like blew Orange Cassidy up a little bit because Orange Cassidy didn't do as much silly shit towards the end. He was more like, "Yo, I'm about to really wrestle, man. Yeah, yeah. I can't do this right now." Uh, Jesus said this was his match of the night as well, and he said this match and uh, Sammy Guevara's match in okay. the main event, and we'll get to that too in a second. But they really did a good job here. But Kip Sabian ends up coming out to the ring with a ladder, sets it up, walks his ass on up, and sits there and crosses his legs. You know, someone's got to be stupid. Uh, yeah, I'm just watching the match. Uh, and in the aspects of all this, Orange Cassidy and him are kind of jaw jacking. The referee's uh, talking to Kip Sabian like, don't try anything. Low blow on Orange Cassidy. Rolling cutter. One, two, three. Ray Phoenix gets the win. Exactly. Like I said, this this was a great match. But then, you know, like, seeing Kip Sabian come out, like, I to me, I thought it was funny because Kip reminds me of that kind of, like, the way he was dressed tonight reminds me of that kind of guy who's like, 45 years old, like gray hair, dressed the way that he is, with like three kids, somewhat of a, an old man belly, not even, but... It sounds like you're describing Billy Bob Thornton in Bad Santa. That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> when he's uh, watching the girls, what was he having? Was it ice cream or... I something? think it was ice cream. Yeah, it's something was he was watching the girls play volleyball, some yes. young girls. I was like, bro, you're a pervert. Right. Like, this, this dude will have, like, three kids, like, still thinking that he's cool, you know what I mean? But a pervert at the same time, like... But, I, you know what, I, I like Kip. Kip, you're, you're good in my eyes, bro. Uh-oh. They're saying that they're getting some lag. I apologize if anybody's getting lag right now. It shouldn't be. Uh, YouTube is, like I said, it's been really rough during all of this stuff. So I cannot I cannot control it, unfortunately, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at my, my stats on the, the OBS stream. Garbage right now. But um, I've been talking to some other YouTubers, and they say there's just a lot of people streaming during this time. So it's kind of been shite. Uh, also need to upgrade the computer, which is in the plan soon, hopefully. So no worries about that, guys. So if you guys are still with me, I appreciate you. Keep writing in the chat. I'll read what you guys are saying. Um, after the match, though, bro, this leads to the the melee or the melee, whatever you want to call it. If you're Vince McMahon, right, <laughs> dude. Uh, I just 
can't believe this, dude. Like, so first person who dives to the outside was Ray Phoenix. I thought Ray Phoenix number one was floating like Air Jordan. Man, he yeah. was in the he cost a mean airtime, but bro, when he landed that hip. Shit, bro. His hip oh. has to be hurting. He didn't do anything else after this. Like he was like, nah, fuck that. They yeah, didn't catch I, me. I, I'm, I'm done. I am done. And then uh who else? I mean like the oh, uh Cole Cabana came out, did himself a moonsault. Um kinda everybody pretty much in the in the ladder match came out and they pretty much got you know all together and everything. So Rob said it was a corn dog and beer and bad Santa. Six said what the there hell you go. What the hell are you talking about? Oh, six I'm just hearing old man and beer bellies. He was just describing that gear Kip Sabi was wearing. <laughs> say it makes him think of forty year olds. Like why like, was he like if you if you go back and look at it, just imagine Kip the way that he's dressed, like a like a forty five year old man with like three kids, but he's just like his kids are off playing. But he's watching young girls just like move around and everything. Like twenty year old girls he's just sitting there. Oh yeah, yeah. You 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 look good. You look good. <laughs> Edit that from the show, somebody. <laughs> I don't ever want to hear that again. <laughs> Especially some Billy Bob Thornton type shit. <laughs> um let's see here. And Sorry, I wrote better in the chat, and I definitely misspelled that because I was trying to type with one hand. A.K.A. Beater? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not appropriate. <laughs> Not appropriate. Um, afterwards, man, everybody just got their stuff in here that was around, so yeah. they hyped for the ladder match once again. Um, next up, we had a tag match with the AEW Women's Division. We had Chris Statlander and Hikaru Shida versus Dr. Britt Baker... DMD, I drill grills too, Britt. Uh, and Nyla Rose, the AEW Women's Champion. Uh, Derek, what did you make of this tag team match? This was uh, it was a decent match. It was a decent match. I, I felt um, I don't think it was sloppy. I just think it was like just kind of all over the place a little bit. Um, <laughs> nothing was pretty much. Uh, it it didn't really seem like it was coordinated the way that it should have been. Yeah, it, everything just seemed a little bit um here for this one. They were trying to plant seeds, which was good, and I think they really didn't show who's winning any of the matches. Right. So, a lot of things are left open, and I thought that was very wise how they played up the end of this match. Like, we'll get into it a little bit. Um, they, they had some good things in here. We, As we know, Sheeta and Nyla Rose are going to face each other. Chris Statlander, Britt Baker at the pay-per-view are going to face each other. Uh, this match went back and forth until Sheeta ended up uh, eating a nastified Beast Bomb. Uh, got her real good on that one. Nyla gets the win, one, two, three. Looks impressive. Eventually, though, a table gets set up, and she just suplexes Nyla Rose through the table. And let me give props to Chris Statlander on one spot that we'll never probably talk about in the match. She had Nyla Rose on her shoulders at one point and hit her with, like, not really an electric chair drop, but like threw her over. Yeah, dude, that, that was um, and it and it didn't look like the to me it did not look that Nyla Rose did anything to make that move happen. It looked like Chris Statlander showed that muscle and said, "You're going over and you're hitting the mat without you doing anything." Uh, Broken Rockstar said he feels this match was trash. He thought it was terrible. Um. And Jesus said, "What the hell happened to Britt Baker? Do you think she's hurt?" I could, I couldn't tell what happened, bro. Honestly, I this was one of those I was taking notes, 
moving around doing stuff, and I missed what even happened to her. So I don't. I, I don't. The, the look on judging by the look on her face, it didn't look like it was like a like a injury injury. I think this was more so like she got taken advantage of. So she was just kind of like. Uh, so she's just gonna sit on the floor. And, yeah, like taking herself out of the match just to make it look like she got injured to cost Sheeta the belt at double or nothing to get her shot at winning the title. Mm, that's that's rough, man, for that. Uh, let's see here. Six said, when they picked up Nyla to slam her into Brit, I knew she was going to get effed up. Nyla is a big MFer. Yeesh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, dude. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with this women's division. They have to try to figure out what the... The women need storylines. Like, they're not in stories. They just wrestle matches. It's just, it's just there. You know, they're, they're just there, which is which is unfortunate because you definitely have some women in this division that can push a story. You just have to be willing to go in with a story and let it happen. Yes. And, and, and they deserve that. They deserve that because, you know, granted, this is, what, the weakest... What, division? Yeah. I would say so for them. This is the one that needs the most work right now. Um, if I was like doing like a grade from where AEW was a year ago, because Double or Nothing is kind of where it started for a lot of us. Like, right. oh, yeah. yeah, this was great. Yeah. This this division needs the most work. And I feel like any woman who comes into AEW, if you get a tryout match, you have the opportunity to get a job and possibly be a face of this company because they are looking for people who, who want to be leaders, take over right. these roles, you could possibly do something great for yourself here. Big chance. Big, big chance of doing something great for yourself. Uh, let me see here. Sick just put in there. Uh, I laugh when JR said something like, uh, I'm reading Nyla Ways about 180. They might want to take a second look at that. <laughs> Nyla, Nyla's, uh, Nyla's a big competitor. Yeah, Nyla definitely is a big competitor. But um, like I said, you know, Chris Chris Statlander showed off her strength. I, it really didn't look like Nyla, because you know you you can see people hop up a little bit to to in order to keep them safe and everything. It looked like she just like lifted her ass up and said, "You're going over." <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I don't give a shit. It's yeah, happening. It's happening. Uh, let's get to the next part. We had an interview with Alex Marvez and John Moxley backstage. John Moxley, yeah, I almost said Mosley. John Moxley was backstage talking about um, not being fearful of Brody, Mr. Brody Lee's group. He doesn't care about the Dark Order. Uh, he's willing to sacrifice his people, but he said there's nowhere for him to run this Sunday. Builds up the card a lot, um, and he brought up something about a gimp mask, and those guys wearing gimp masks. And, guys, that got me to thinking. If you're going to wear a gimp mask and things are going to get like that, you don't want your hairs getting caught in the zippers. So you're going to want to make sure you use Manscaped. Now, you can get the Lawnmower 3.0. This thing has great action. A little light for you. It's got all the vibrating action that you need. It's got good grip. Very quiet, too. Absolutely. If you want to shave alone in the dark, you don't have a problem here. Not at all. Now, ladies, you guys can use this too. I know it's meant for uh, trimming around the family jewels for the guys, but ladies, feel free. You guys can use this as well. There's no shame in doing the same thing right around the kitty cat. All right? Nothing wrong with that. 
So you guys can use this too. And if you guys go to manscaped.com, put in that promo code EPWSHOW, and you guys will also get your hands on potentially one of these nice leather bags. I still got the tag on this bad boy. This is nice though. Um, really nice, that durable. Very crisp. Very crisp. Leather, real. And I'm, tr I'm trying to educate people. I know some people look at this and they think, yo, they gave me a cool newspaper, something to read while I'm trimming my bush. But no, this is not for you to read. This is for you to collect those little hairs on. Boom. Trim it, put it right on this bad boy, and then, you hear that? That's the paper. Amazing. Put them right in the trash after, all right? Nobody wants to see your little hairs all around the toilet seat or wherever you're doing this at. Right. So make sure you clean up after yourself. Go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code EPWSHOW, all one word, and you guys will get 20% off and free delivery on your boy. Tell him I sent you. Get someone a gift. Father's Day is coming up. Get that awkward gift for your dad and say, Dad, shave the bushes. Makes right. the trees look taller. All right. right? There you go. Hit it up. Hit it up. Uh, not only that, guys, you can also use the promo code EPWSHOW. If you go to powerslam.tv, get one free month of... Pro wrestling on the independent scene on your boy. EPW Show is the code. Make sure you guys use it. Follow me on Twitter at EPW Show. And a big shout out to our other sponsors at Everything College Basketball. Hopefully, the college basketball season starts back up so that we can get back into some sports. Man, I miss my sports a little bit. Definitely. Uh, stressing about that. Um, need something. You know, I mean, I, I got some kind of news. You know, my daughter might be starting her softball season. But not until June 29th. That's if everything is a go. But, you know, I'm not really anticipating that because I think we'll get screwed still. But we, I, I definitely miss sports. So, Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's see what the live chat is saying here. Uh, yeah, they do have to get better still. Jesus is talking about the women's division. Rob says, take the women's division away from Kenny and Brandy. Establish your top two performers, Sheeta and Statlander, so far. And bring back Jamie Hayter. She's got business to tend to, Rob. Stardom. Uh, Arissa just retired. If anybody is a Stardom fan, Arissa was one of my favorites over there. And she's retired now, man. That absolutely gutted me today, too. Like, we started off the podcast kind of like, I don't know what's the best word. Uh, somber so, yeah. and that hit me in the gut today too um pr nightmare says i'm a i'm a mess up manscape just don't have to hear this no more listen nelson we gotta pay the bills you know how you can stop hearing manscape promos you guys start hitting that donation button <laughs> and start sending me some money right. and you won't have to hear it anymore all right i'm trying to, i'm providing free content to you i just need some people to either a support the brand get yourself a t-shirt Go to manscaped.com. I'm giving you something for your for your money. I'm trying to be cool, but if you guys want to do a free donation, be my guest. I don't mind. I'll take that too. Um, let's see. Sick. <laughs> oh my goodness, you are too funny. I'm not repeating that. Uh, Sunny Bimbo said hashtag manscape hashtag EPW show. Thank you, Sonny. You're the man, brother. Uh, Rob said keep that cat trimmed. <laughs> you damn right though. Exactly. Uh, what kind of uh, shit is that? Uh, who has combos with their dad like that? <laughs> I said it was going to be awkward, bro. Yeah, yeah. It'll be awkward. Sometimes you got to tell your dad, if you want to go down there and trim it up, and then when you go in that bedroom, she'll be like, well, <laughs> it's the big show. <laughs> Tired of hearing that shit. <laughs> 
Listen, I'm just trying to make some sales PR. Show me some love. Uh, oh, hey, Zeus said they need to get Tessa soon. I don't know how I feel about Tessa, man. Tessa, I know we can't prove all that stuff with her, but I I don't know. I've been sour on Tessa ever since I heard that news. I believe I'm it. not getting into <laughs> I'm not I I'm not getting into that. Um, so let's get back into the AEW show real quick. Uh, after this, we had an SSN Sean Spears news segment. This was all kinds of douchebaggery, but yes. it worked. What's up, Connor? This worked for them. Uh, Sean Spears, stupid mohawk still, is uh, talking crazy about Dustin Rhodes. Uh, talking about his retirement. Shows him getting crushed by Lance Archer and how Cody did nothing. Uh, Sean Spears seems like he has something against the Rhodes family. I don't yeah. know what's the deal with this. And he hasn't beaten anybody, so I don't know why he's still talking. Right. <laughs> um, but he challenges Dustin Rhodes at double or nothing, so we have another match added to the card now. Yep, so that makes what? It's about a good eight? Nine. Nine, nine matches, I believe, now. Yeah. Yeah. So remind me that that one's on there when we get to your predictions at the end here, Derek. Yeah. We also find out next week that there is a battle royal. The battle royal, will, the winner, is going to get a championship title match at the TNT Championship June 3rd. Whoa. Like, that's pretty dope, man, that they're already having plans for the TNT title. Who's going to be number one contender? I'm down with it. I, I, I like that idea. You know, get get straight to the point. You know, let's, let's make this happen. Let's make it interesting. Let's not have the, I got the title, and I don't defend it for six months. Well, the TNT title, too, it's weird because everybody's like, oh, you can't call it that. If they go to another network... Dynamite is TNT, so it kind of works anyway. Right. But if it's a television championship, you couldn't call it that after the NWA just brought that belt back. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. I want to see what they do with this title. Is it going to be defended every two weeks? Is it going to be defended every week? Uh, I, I, I think I'm going to be on a media call with Cody Rhodes tomorrow. So I hopefully will get the opportunity to ask that question if they let the media get some questions in. This man on the road... <laughs> To stardom. No pun intended for stardom. Hashtag watch stardom. There you go. Um, Sammy Guevara versus Matt Hardy is your main event of the evening. The Spanish God. The Spanish bumper of his <laughs> life, dude. Uh, he talked about getting hit by that damn uh, golf cart. Uh -huh. Matt Hardy's face was priceless uh -huh. for that. The... Uh, this was just a great back and forth match. Matt Hardy, don't look crazy <laughs> like him. Matt Hardy freaking went in on this match. Uh, Matt looked good, man. He hit like a Razor's Edge power bomb from like WrestleMania 2000 in the video yes. game that used to be his finisher before the Twist of Fate. That that was actually um, that was executed very well. Very yeah, well. Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy still has it, bro. I'm glad that he's getting the opportunity to showcase his skills here. Uh, he was always one of my favorites. Hashtag Matt over Jeff. Um, yeah, dude. Damn, bro. No, I've always felt that way, dude. I always <laughs> thought Matt Hardy was better than Jeff. I don't know what this love infatuation people have with Jeff is. I get it, maybe because he does like the crazier things, but no, bro, I, I always it's... just like Matt's like demeanor. Like he was just more like the level-headed one. Nah, it... Jeff is Jeff to me. In my opinion, people love Jeff because Jeff is the one where he's like, all right, I'm. He's he's like the male stripper of wrestling. <laughs> what? <laughs> Explain yourself before Sick comes in here asking, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> He's like the male stripper of wrestling, like like how Val Venus was. 
All every if you listen closely, all you hear. I'm not agreeing with any of this. Listen, all you hear is women cheering for Jeff, like it's nothing. I don't think that's true though. I think guys like Jeff Hardy too. He's not weird. That they he's don't. strange. He's like the ultimate warrior. Like I can't explain why people like him, but they just do. And, and I'm and I'm not for, saying for us, for the guys, it's because Jeff puts everything on the line. I guess Jeff, Jeff performs. For the women, it's the, he's like I said, he's like the the male male stripper of wrestling right now. Like the man, the man is willing to come out, not even wrestle, like for two seconds. As soon as he comes out. So he's already throwing water on himself. <laughs> sweating already, bro. Like I'm sweating. <laughs> uh, Six said, "Yo, what's up with mofos in this match? Biting people's toes and shit happened a little too much." <laughs> well, we went from get masked to talking about toes. So Matt Hardy bit Sammy Guevara's toes in this. Disgusting. Um, Twist of Fate hit, one, two. Sammy kicked out, bro. I was shocked that they let him kick out of a Twist of Fate. Actually, uh, like... <laughs> Yo, y'all gotta spell Derek's name right in the chat. Everybody <laughs> always gives you that C-K at it. Uh, Derek is D-E-R-E-K. <laughs> I want him called out properly. <laughs> um, but he kicks out of that. They brawl a little bit more. Sammy ends up going for a uh, 450. Matt gets the knees up, and then it leads to another twist of fate. Sammy spiked himself on both of these. That last one was so bad, bro. Yes. That was like, yo, stop spiking yourself. So I thought somebody's gonna get hurt, bro. Yeah, so, uh, I, like, but but you know what? I think he's doing it to a a, a perfect um, T because it's like he's spiking himself, but he's throwing so much momentum. That he's carrying it over so he doesn't hurt himself. Listen, that's fine. He's young. Cut that shit out eventually, though. Don't keep selling all this stuff. Yeah, because then you're going to get the same treatment that Dolph Ziggler got. I respect that. I was going to actually say the same thing. Uh, Rob says Jeff has the it factor somehow, but only falls better than uh, Matt. But Matt over Jeff still. I think that later in their careers, I think Matt has shown that he is more creative though yes. than Jeff Matt, like, Matt is is the better wrestler of the two like listen when I when I said the male stripper you, you gotta have fun you get, you have to have fun it, 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 let's just call it what it is <laughs> time oh. out bro did you hear what you just said the male stripper <laughs> hey gotta have fun <laughs> I can't I can't <laughs> but you, you have to bro like you have to have fun on the show it can't be always, always serious and anger and yeah, all that no. kind of shit but he he is like all jokes aside. Jeff is a great performer. Who do you prefer? Out of I, pr- I prefer Matt. Okay, but if if I'm looking for like excitement, I'm looking at Jeff. Okay, because Jeff Jeff is gonna give you those exciting moments. Matt is gonna give you that you know I'm a bust your ass kind of moment. You know what I mean? Sonny says AEW golf carts on sale at AEW store. I'm spending my stimulus check on one. Hey, I, I might need to borrow it if Jesus starts talking wild again. So let me know. <laughs> uh, Broken Rockstar said, I'm biased as hell like Lita better than Trish. <laughs> hey, that's your prerogative, man. I know back in the day when I used to hear that Trish music, it was on. <laughs> uh, six at what? For real, Sonny? Uh, those mofos. Can but uh, a whole ass golf cart on the site? No, I, I bet they better not have that up. If they have that up, somebody link it in the chat right yeah. now because yeah. I will be tight. Um, let's get to the end of this, D. So Matt Hardy wins the match, but 
Then Jericho, they had some audio issues in the beginning of this. Jericho and who was it? PMP and Hager are shown at the football stadium. They, they're holding Kenny Omega against the goalpost. Hager's throwing water on him, and Jericho takes a bat to his midsection. Now, the main part that you needed to hear, it, the audio was fixed by then. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the issue was and them switching over. It wasn't perfect. But Jericho and them take the bat to Kenny Omega and start beating him down. The Young Bucks come out of the stands flying on top of people. This goes nuts. Uh, Matt Hardy finally makes it there. I didn't know how close the arena was to where they're wrestling. I don't know. Matt Hardy just shows up with his hair all jacked up like, I'm here. Damascus. (laughs) They start fighting, and uh, they still have the numbers advantage, but then here comes Hangman Page. Cowboy shit. He just runs. He's like running across the field. I'm like, who the hell is that? Hangman Page just starts molly-whopping boys, whooping ass. Hangman Page saves the day, but he still walks away. In the end, away from the elite. Told you, bro. Beginning of the end. Terrible. Beginning of the end, dude. I'm telling you. Hangman, let let them lose. Hangman is gone. Guaranteed. Mm. Guaranteed. I respect it. That, I think that uh, Stampede Stadium match is going to be really dope. It will be. Let them fight in the middle of all this. I, uh, I want I want to say there's going to be a lot of debris. Uh, did you get my message about the custom end zones? I did see that right before I started recording, Connor. Connor thought, thought it was really cool that they had the custom end zones for both of them. Once I had the inner circle, once I had the elite. I didn't see that. Yep. So that was a really good thing that uh, he had noticed in this. Hmm. Much credit to everybody. Uh, people are now saying Edge over Christian. Uh, PR brought up uh, Matt Hardy returning. Listen, bro, I, I will always have like this disdain for Edge because of that Lita situation. I will never, like, <laughs> that was dirty, bro, in my opinion. You don't do that to your boys. Uh, let's see here. Sonny said, I think Sammy is landing uh, the spot on top of his head, which is, as you know, the hardest part of your head. Uh, seems like a safe way to do it. Hashtag Spanish God. See? Uh, Connor said, Daly's Place and the Jag Stadium is connected at the concourse. I have never been there, so I did not know that. Thank you. Uh, six said funniest moment of the night for me was seeing Hangman Page running from from way in the back into the big arena like Forrest Gump after his girlfriend left him. Shit was funny. He, you know what? He definitely got there quick as hell, dude. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> what did Rob say? Hangman equals Stelios Cantos. <laughs> Stop. Stelio Cantos. Look it up if you don't get it. <laughs> Go to your Google machine, folks. Yeah. Uh, Derek. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? <laughs> I can act, yo, the one scene in, in that where he he had staying in the ground, dude, and he, he ran his, like, Stan thought he was gone, and then all of a sudden he was. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. Rob, can't have this man laughing on the show like this. (laughs) Guys, if you weren't in any of the stuff, I want to hear your AEW predictions. We're going to go down the card with Derek really quick. Um, I'm going to add in that other match before I forget. And Derek, I need your predictions on this, buddy. All right, let's let's roll down. Let's roll down the list. First, the buy-in, Derek. Number one contenders for the AEW tag titles. It will be the best friends versus private party for this one. Uh, Private Party kind of jumped in there, but who do you think will win this match? I think the best friends deserve it. Okay. Uh, honestly, because not, I don't want to say they deserve it because they've been there, and 
private party hasn't been there, but I can't say that. I'm saying best friends because best friends really haven't lost. You know what I mean? Like, I can't really pinpoint a, a time where they've actually went on like a losing streak. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I, I can't really pinpoint a time where private party's been on a losing streak, but they haven't won. I, I'm, I'm going based off of like big matches. You know what I mean? Like big matches make things for me. So, Private Party's biggest match was um, when they wrestled the Young Bucks, and they won that match. That was their biggest match, but that's two years ago now. I'm seeing some disrespect in the chat right now. Uh, I bet the American Dad reference. <laughs> yes, sick. That is 100% what he's talking about. Connor says D knows how to bring out the laughs. Uh, you need the boom box with that theme song in the back now. <laughs> you definitely do. No, I don't. I'm not trying to get copyright strike from my record is clean right now on this account. Uh Rob said also do you see how fast Hangman got there and Cody couldn't come help his wife? Hashtag chump. Chill, Rob. They said the showers were on the other side. He needed a goat cart to get back. Don't disrespect. Uh some people are saying private party for the win. Broken Rockstar and Jesus. Uh cool, cool. Rob, he was in the shower, man. Come on. <laughs> so, best friends get the win for that one. Uh, Britt Baker, Chris Statlander, D. Just straight up pick. Who you got? I got um, Chris Statlander. Okay. She she owes Britt Baker payback from uh, catching the um, damn it. What uh, what's her move called? Uh, I don't. I can't think of it now. The uh, the what is it? The the mandible claw rings of Saturn mandible claw move. Yeah. Uh, the uh, lockjaw. Lockjaw. Yeah. Um, I think she gets payback for that. Okay. All right. MJF Jungle Boy. MJF. All right. Simple. Sweet to the point. Yes. Uh, I didn't give mine for Sean Spears, Dustin Rhodes. I think Sean Spears wins this one. Who do you got? I want to say Dustin Rhodes, but I think Sean Spears because I'm, I'm going with the psychological effect that Dustin Rhodes lost to... Um, damn it. What is his name? Lance Archer. Lance Archer. Oh, my God. Drawing a blank. I've been drawing a blank all day today for some reason. But Lance Archer... Um, so now that's a psych- psychological effect to him. So now he's going to go in thinking, like, I don't have it anymore. Right. And that could be a bigger story, too, later on yes. if they wanted to tell it. Uh, Stadium Stampede, the Elite versus Inner Circle. Who wins? Damn it. I want to say the Inner uh, I want to say the Elite, but I feel like the Inner Circle wins this. Hmm. Um, casino Ladder Match, D. Who's your pick? Yet. We've got Darby Allen, Cole Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Phoenix, Scorpio Sky, Kip Sabian, Kazarian, and Luchasaurus. Mm. And there's a mystery. The mystery, I feel, has to be somebody who... Who's the mystery? If if you could pick, who's the mystery person? I would pick EC3. Trouble, 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 trouble. Yeah, no, that's I, a good I, pick. I would pick EC3. But Just, does he win it? Who's your pick to win it? My pick to win it is Darby Allen. I respect it. I respect it. TNT Championship match. Cody Lance. Who do you pick to be the first champ? I I, I want to say I want to say Cody, but I feel like Lance gets it. I'm seeing some good picks in the chat too. Okay, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no you good. No, I, I think I think um I think Lance wins it because you can't you can't build Lance up all the way up until this point just to beat him. Okay, all right. AEW Women's Title Match. Nyla Rose Sheeta. No DQ. No countouts. No DQ, no countouts. Just straight up, who's winning this? I feel Nyla Rose is winning this. Okay. I respect that. 
I respect that. An AEW world title match. John Moxley, Brody Lee. Did Brody Lee convince you tonight? Who wins? I feel Brody Lee has to win because you can't bring Brody Lee in like this with only one stipulation. I'm only giving my predictions. I won't give like why I feel like it should be him and why I feel like it, it won't be him. I'm going with Brody Lee. To win? To win. Boy is wild. Okay. <laughs> I respect it. Someone else said on the show yesterday too. I respect it. So Brody Lee for the dub for you. Derek, those are our preview and predictions. We will be live after the show on Saturday. So make sure you tune in to Everything Pro Wrestling. Tell your friends. Subscribe. Tell your mom. Everything Pro Wrestling. It's your boys from the Everything College Basketball Podcast and Facebook group. I'm Josh Burton, letting you all know that if you like the college game, that there's only one spot to come find all you need to know. Yep, Josh, Peyton, and myself, Tyler. We are the three voices of ECB podcast and Facebook group. Peyton, tell them where they can uh, find us and listen to us at. Well, Tyler, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all other podcast hosting sites. Also, go join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups like Everything College Basketball. So if you want everything you need to know about the collegiate game or have a passion for it, there's only one spot that you need to check out on a weekly basis or a daily basis with the Facebook group. That's Everything College Basketball. Now let's get back to Conrad informing you on everything pro wrestling and the workings around it. Brother. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinions, the lesson, yes. By the fans, uh, for the fans, uh. Not many in this can understand, uh, this the podcast to show you who I am, uh, Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans, uh, please listen every day to the showcase, the opinions and knowledge that anyone can take, showing you how it is done, proving I am number one, what a legend becomes, this is now my time to show you that I am here, uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear, uh, by the fans, uh, for the fans, uh, not many who's here can understand everything pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people, the best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin, the opinion and the lesson, yes. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people, the best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin, the opinions, the lesson, yes. Yes.